Hello and welcome to How to Cope with the Dope. My name is Jackie Freitas and I am a certified life and health coach. You have found your way to a relevant and relatable podcast if you have a loved one who struggles with addiction. Each week, I share either an interview of hope or information that may help broaden your understanding and ability to manage your life in a healthy way. Ultimately, this podcast is designed to sow seeds of hope and inspiration in a world of worry. Today, we are going to be talking about step two of the 12 steps of Al-Anon and AA. So before we get started, I'm going to ask you a couple questions to get your wheels turning. And one of the questions is, do you ever wish that you could just hand all of your problems off? Do you ever wish that there was a way that you could release them and give them to someone and let someone else handle your problems? If you're saying yes to that, then step two might be a welcome relief for you. In step one, just to backtrack for a quick second, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable. And that unmanageability might have looked a little crazy. Maybe we were doing some crazy things to try to control the addict in our life, or maybe we are doing them. So now step two, sorry, I'm just going to go in my Paths to Recovery book, and step two says, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Let's begin at the top of this, which says, came to believe. I like that statement because it doesn't sound forceful. It sounds gentle. Came to believe. Okay. You don't have to believe. It's not saying you must believe. It's not saying if you don't believe, then you can't do this step. It's just saying you came to believe. To me, there's an openness there and a gentleness in that statement. The next part says that a power greater than ourselves. I think we all can admit that there are powers greater than us. And it can be something like lightning. Lightning can be so powerful. It can take out the power in your home. It can literally take someone's life. That is the power of that natural force. Another powerful thing is the power of love. And you can see that in so many different ways. And I'm a huge dog lover. So I have heard so many stories of dogs reuniting with their owner after they've been separated that they somehow miraculously found their way back to their owner. To me, that is such a powerful testimony of love, love of an animal for for a person. Another one that I think of is just when I hold a seed in my hand. So every spring I plant a garden and I put some seeds in the ground 
And lo and behold, a few weeks later, I start to see something growing. And by the end of the summer, I have some vegetables that I can eat, or I have some beautiful flowers. And when I really sit back and reflect on that, I can become very amazed at the power that was within this little teeny tiny seed. So with these examples, I think that it's easy to see that there are powers beyond us. For some people, this step might come naturally if you have a faith in God or a certain deity. For other people, it might feel a little bit of a, you know, sticky. It might be like, "Ugh, I really, you know, this higher power is making me feel like I don't fit in here." But rest assured, a higher power for you might look a little bit different and it might be something like the power of universal love. It might be the power of a group that you go to, the Al-Anon group that you belong to. I've heard people say that before. It might be, you know, universal consciousness. It, it could be whatever. It could be nature. But the nice thing about this step is that it does not say a specific power. It just says, came to believe that a power. Notice there's no specification there. And that's the beauty, because you can come to believe in your power as you are working through these steps. Now, the last part says, could restore us to sanity. As we reviewed step one very briefly, I talked about how our lives had become unmanageable, and that unmanageability might have looked like us doing some things that are a little bit crazy. Let's talk about what the dictionary says sanity means. And sanity is the ability to think and behave in a normal and rational manner, sound mental health. I heard someone say that sanity is the ability of the mind to adjust to reality. Now let's look at the opposite and what insanity means. Insanity means extreme foolishness or unreasonableness, foolish conduct, unsoundness of mind or lack of ability to understand. In the Al-Anon program, many people say that insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting different results. Perhaps you can relate to that. I, I know I could relate to that because I did do a lot of the same things over and over, because that's all I knew. Okay, now, in the back of the Paths to Recovery book, there are several questions that you can work on to kind of dig deeper into this particular step. And I will read a couple of them. One of them is, have past experiences affected my concept of a higher power? And if so, how? So I've heard people say that, you know, years ago, they went to an 
organized religion, and they had a bad experience. And because of that bad experience, they have carried that forward and they pretty much reject God. So that's something that would kind of plug into what we just talked about. And who knows, your past experience could be something really amazing as well and maybe has reinforced your higher power. Another question is, how do I describe the higher power I found in Al-Anon? I'm not going to answer that one. That's just something for you to ponder and think about. Here's one. Uh, What does let go and let God mean to me? So at the beginning, I talked about releasing and turning over things to someone and how nice that would feel. And as my relationship has grown with God, who, by the way, is my higher power, I turn almost everything over to God. I start my day turning things over to God. And I pretty much go through my entire day having a conversation throughout the day with God. And I'm going to tell you the relief that I feel and that I have found is amazing. All right. Another question is, what does sanity mean to me? I know we talked about the definition, but maybe sanity means a little something different to you. For me, sanity represents peace. It re- it represents a sound mind. It represents a calm. And it re- represents a calm amidst the storm. How has the alcoholic situation affected my sanity and my life? I can focus back on before I had any active addiction in my life and, or addicts in my life, I should say, and how my life was going and how I felt and how I conducted my life. And then when I was in the throes of things and how my life changed at that point, the things that I started doing. And for me, my life narrowed down quite a bit. I felt like I became almost so laser focused on helping the addict that I let everything else fall away. Everything else just kind of disappeared from my life, including some friendships, even including my business. Um, I had my own business and everything was going well, but in the town that I live in, people talk And the behavior of the people in my life was actually beginning to affect areas of my business. And I was just filled with so much shame and guilt. So that is how your life can sometimes narrow down. That's how mine did and how my sanity really was affected. Okay, the last question I'm going to talk about is when have I done the same things over and over yet expected different results. 
Honestly, I think I did that for years. I did the same thing over and over and over. And until I got into a program and started learning and started expanding my mind and started getting some new concepts and ideas and hearing from other people and hearing their journey and what they did, then I started to really have light bulbs going off everywhere. Like, oh my gosh, this is what I am doing. And I really started to to work to change some of my behaviors that weren't serving me. Okay. Now, the last thing I want to share with you about this step is if you really are still having a hard time wrapping your head around the concept of a higher power, then I'm going to read a little bit from page 20 of Paths to Recovery. And it says, if we struggle with a concept of a higher power in any way, we can begin by acting as if, by reflecting on more serene or peaceful times in our lives, we begin to appreciate today. The slogan, one day at a time, takes on new meaning as we commit ourselves to reading a page each day in One Day at a Time in Al-Anon, Alateen, or Courage to Change, which they these are just the daily readers that they're talking about. With guidance of our sponsor or group, we begin to pray or meditate, even if we have no idea exactly who is listening to our prayers. We start to act as if we believe not only in a higher power, but also that we are loved and supported. Some members share that they once feared the God of their understanding and now speak of a God of love. The serenity prayer, often used in meetings, is a universal prayer that helps many members relate to the God of their understanding. And I'm going to say the serenity prayer, and I think it's such a beautiful prayer, and I'm sure perhaps you have heard it, but it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. It's so powerful. Because you're not giving in, you're not throwing in the towel, but you're asking God to give you peace and serenity and and to accept those things that you're fighting against, that you're trying so hard to control. But also at the same time, courage to change things that you are able to change. And finally, that wisdom. I hope that you're going to work this step and take some time to read more of the questions that I will leave in the show notes. And maybe if you have the Paths to Recovery book, that you'll read a few of the stories um, and reflections of people who have worked this step. I think you'll find them very interesting. Okay, I am going to close out by saying a new serenity prayer. And this serenity prayer was redone by Father James Martin. And it goes like this. God, 
Grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change, which is pretty much everyone, since I'm clearly not you, God, at least not the last time I checked. And while you're at it, God, please give me the courage to change what I need to change about myself, which is frankly a lot, since once again, I'm not you, which means I'm not perfect. It's better for me to focus on changing myself than to worry about changing other people who, as you'll no doubt remember me saying, I can't change anyway. Finally, give me the wisdom to just shut up whenever I think that I'm clearly smarter than everyone else in the room, that no one knows what they're talking about except me, or that I alone have all the answers. Basically, God, grant me the wisdom to remember that I'm not you. Amen. I wish you a most amazing week and much peace and blessings. Take care.